Hello and welcome to session four of Recruitment Matters Radio. No messing about, let's kick off with some music. An artist I've only recently got to listen to, and I've bagged a lot of his stuff since, a new style country guy, Dirks Bentley. This is I Hold On. It's just an old beat-up truck Some say that I should trade up Now that I got some jangle in my pocket But what they don't understand Is it's the miles that make a man I wouldn't trade that thing in for a rocket What they don't know is my dad and me We drove her out to Tennessee She's still here now, he's gone So I hold on It's just an old beat-up box, it's rusty strings across the top It probably don't look like much to you But these dents and scratches in the wood, yeah, that's what makes it sound so good To me it's better than brand new You see this here flat-top guitars, had my back in a million bars Singing every country song So I hold on
How good was that? Country music is going to grow and grow and grow, and as well as his message of holding on to what is dear to you, picking a market or a sector that will help you hold on to what is important and grow for the long term is crucial. Start thinking that you'll be here in 10 years from now. I don't mean Recruitment Matters Radio, but in recruitment and in your chosen sector. And that means building a long-term network. A network of close fellow professionals. Most people, when you say network or networking, think of online, LinkedIn, Facebook and others. But networking is much more than that. To use the dictionary definition, networking means an association of individuals having a common interest formed to provide mutual assistance, helpful information or the like. And I'll say it again. Networking is an association of individuals having a common interest formed to provide mutual assistance, helpful information or the like. Now that means not just inviting someone to connect with you on LinkedIn, but what you do with them after. That's networking. Now one thing that networking does do, if done correctly, is to connect you to others that can do you good. And you, them. Your first connections, or theirs. In that vein, as always, this session is about opening you up to thoughts and options. Recruitment Matters Radio is sponsored by eBoss, fantastic cloud-based recruitment CMS software that keeps permanent and headhunting recruiters in touch with candidates and clients. Contact them at ebossrecruitment.com. The first piece of music we heard by Dirk Bentley made me think on a number of levels. Yes, about networking, and as the song suggested, holding on, staying true to what you believe, and building on what you have. I first heard his music on the Bob Harris radio show on a Thursday night when travelling back from a training course. So that made me Google him, check out his site, and go to YouTube, and then check his products, which took me to Amazon, which made me buy a CD promoted on Bob's show. Which simply means, if he didn't have the site or the links, or the network of sites, I might have given up. So, how good are your links to your potential network? How tied in is your website to your Twitter account, to your LinkedIn company page, and ultimately, back to you? And therefore, to your potential candidate or client. And how professionally worded and visually put together are they? Some 96% of recruiters are on LinkedIn for one reason or another, be they client or candidate-led. And due to the sheer size of LinkedIn, if you key in someone's name into Google, if they have a LinkedIn account, it will come up in the first three or four results. And that therefore is true for someone if they Google your name. So you simply must get that profile right, or you could blow a chance for the sake of changing your photograph to something more fitting for your profession or running your profile through a spell checker. In recent times, I've seen someone's job title as recruitment manger instead of recruitment manager for the sake of missing out an A. How many people were impressed with that person's profile? I saw someone's job title as recruitment consultant, and I've seen someone's photograph that wasn't a photo of them, but of a cartoon superhero. Come on, folks, sharpen up. You ever wondered why some profiles appear on page one of results from a LinkedIn search and some way down the rankings? There are some key things that make a difference. And if you follow these quick things that you can do, quite easily, 
then you too will move up on the rankings. After all, if someone was looking for a recruiter to help them and search LinkedIn for one, you want your fair share of the action. And at the same time, if you do the following, your profile will be polished up too. So here's 10 for you. Number one, fill in your profile enough until your profile strength shows you as an all-star. Number two, make sure you use a photo rather than a logo or a silhouette. Number three, decide what keywords or phrase you want to promote throughout your profile and use it as high up your page as you can, ideally close to your name. Four, use these keywords as often as the people who rank in the top three use them. Five, be active, posting, commenting, and joining in discussions. Six, make sure your keywords are in the area called specialities. Seven, get endorsed a number of times for those keywords or phrases. Eight, get recommended a few times and ideally get those words, those keywords, used in your recommendations. Nine, add contacts regularly. And ten, and lastly, always add value. Doing all of that will bring its rewards and build your brand, both your company and your own. After all, the old cliché rings true, people buy from people. Now, someone who's really built his brand to iconic status is an artist called Jack White, and he really puts his stamp on all the bands he gets involved with. Almost instant recognition when he is involved. The next music is from one of his side projects called The Dead Weather.
a dirty sound with lots of different things going on. And he pulled some people together that really gel and do that stuff well. One of those people was Alison Mosshart, who features heavily throughout the Dead Weather stuff. Her band's really worth a listen to. Alison and Jamie Hintz, that's Kate Mossy's husband, front a sparse band called The Kills. Check them out. So, welcome back to Recruitment Matters Radio and some more ideas and tips. And by the way, as always, Recruitment Matters Radio is sponsored by eBoss, clever cloud-based software for permanent recruiters and headhunters. Have a poke around what they do at ebossrecruitment.com. So what other sites are going to help you build your brand? And they will help you attract and react accordingly. The one that next to LinkedIn everyone seems to be on is Twitter. Of course it's huge, with, as I speak, almost 300 million active users per month. Let's be clear what I just said. While LinkedIn has over 300 million members, many of whom have not used it for months, years maybe, and if it was your own database, perhaps 75% of the people would be moved to a dormant file, Twitter, on the other hand, has almost 300 million active users per month. That said, getting tangible results from Twitter, other than measuring your number of followers, isn't that easy. After all, it can be difficult to track back someone who calls you up to the fact they started following your Twitter feed a month ago. Now, it's easier, of course, if you only post jobs, as you can track applicants by a simple question when you speak to them about where they saw your job. If it's articles, ideas and comments you post, that isn't so easy. Almost impossible without some clever business intelligence tools. So with that in mind, here's 10 quick tips and observations about Twitter that may help you. Number one, make the most of your profile. Let people understand straight away what you do, and if interested, how to find out more and contact you. So use your own name within the profile section, include a website, and perhaps your LinkedIn link as well. Two, jobs and market intelligence have different audiences. If you have a constant stream of jobs to post, then have a Twitter account solely for that, and do just what it says on the tin. Have a second account for market intelligence. Articles and comments where people can appreciate the bigger picture of what you do and how much you know. 3. Direct messages can be a powerful tool, and it's a great way to get someone's attention, and it's confidential too. You might say something like, Thanks for the follow. If you have half an eye or ear on your next role, then give me a call on 07976 828 637. One thing to note is that you can only direct message someone when they follow you, and not if you are following them and they're not following you back. 4. Up to the minute means up to the minute. Make sure you're on and posting regularly. Someone is unlikely to follow you if you're an inconsistent contributor. And if you're posting jobs, make sure they're hot off the press when they click through to read more about it on your website. If the first exposure to you and your company is one of disappointment when the job's three weeks old, then you've lost a candidate at the first hurdle. 5. Don't be lazy. And that means don't use too many retweets. Retweeting a new follower is a good idea and shows good manners too. But too many retweets shows a lack of original content or time spent sourcing information for your readers to appreciate. 6. Use a tracking tool, for example, 
bit.ly or tinyurl. Not only can you shorten a URL link with these, you can maximise your words to use within your 140 character allowance as well. But also the key part of doing so is that within your free account that you can set up, it's easy to see how many people are clicking on your links. How often and what time of day and night as well. So with a bit of testing, you'll find out what your audience likes and doesn't like, and the optimum time of the day and the days of the week to post key updates. Recently, at Recruitment Matters, we found out that legislation-related information was really big for a few days. So during that time, we went out of our way to post more of that type of thing and tracked the number of clicks we were getting compared to some other not-time-critical information. We also then used that to prompt discussion on other platforms, such as LinkedIn discussion groups, to good effect. OK, let's have a break as we go through these 10 tips and thoughts and perhaps take the chance just now to review your own Twitter feed. Let's listen to a classic sound from reggae legend Dennis Brown. But I just can't get no love 
That song always reminds me of a time, almost 30 years ago, when for a short period after coming down to England, I worked in a hi-fi and electronic shop. As a customer, you could also make up a hi-fi of your choice from the different components and mix and match speakers with amps, etc. I sold one such piece of kit to a lady, and the sale came to just under £1,100. That's just over three grand at today's prices. Not a bad sale, and I played that particular song from Dennis Brown to emphasise the capacity of the speakers to the customer. Music can be such a big trigger for people's memories, both good and bad. Consider playing some particular piece of music that makes you feel good, an upbeat take on the world good, and start using that as part of a warm-up before you hit the phones at a specific time of the day, every day, and give yourself the best chance of success by helping yourself feel on top of the world first. So, back to our Twitter top 10 things to bear in mind. 7. LinkedIn and Twitter may be for people wanting different things. As you probably know, you can send the same message to both LinkedIn and Twitter followers from LinkedIn with just one click. But before you do that automatically, do take a good look at the profile of your contacts in each of the two. Also be aware that if you use a URL link in your message, LinkedIn will change it to their own LinkedIn trackable version. Not ideal all of the time. 8. Get in, get out and get on with your work. Twitter can take up a lot of your time, as there's so much content in it. Consider setting up some regular tweets for the week. These can go out at certain times and use something like Buffer or Hootsuite to do that for you. A couple of hours on Monday morning and some non-time conscious posts can be set up for the week ahead so you don't need to spend as much time every day. 9. Follow your competitors' followers. Building up followers isn't easy or at least building up the right and relevant ones, isn't. Taking a look at your competitors who do similar things to you and following theirs will result in many following you back due to the nature of why they followed your competitor originally. It works a treat when you both post lots of jobs and then you send a direct message after they follow you. And lastly, don't mix business with too much pleasure. Do show a human side, and there's no harm done by letting people know you and your team are going to celebrate a great month. But 98% of the time, please stick to what people follow you for, whether that be industry insights, access to the up-to-the-minute articles, or the latest jobs. Right, let's squeeze in one more song from bands and artists, as you've been appreciating, that start with D. This time, Django Django. <laughs> Thank you. 
No shock when I say that song was called Default. You should build up a number of default topics to tweet about, post on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. That way your messages are consistent and you'll keep your audience longer as you build your reputation for being good and knowledgeable in a subject or a small number of subjects. Better to know a huge amount about a small part of your market or sector than spread yourself too thin and have no substance to your subsequent conversations when you convert a follower into a prospective candidate or client. And of course, do check out your prospects and see what comments they have or actions they are taking on social networking platforms too. And remember, it's a two-way street. You might deem Facebook a personal thing that you do. With the likes of Facebook graph search, that opens up your profile to a much bigger audience. So you need to ensure what you post or like or show is okay for a wide reaching audience. Right, we may explore social media and the likes of Facebook on another Recruitment Matters radio session in the future, but for now, I'm signing out. I hope to catch you again on another session. Next time it's the letter E. It could be Eels, Elbow, or Elvis Costello, but as always, I'll see what sounds right on the day. I'll leave you with the last of the D's, Miss Diana Vickers. Cheers for now. Can't explain what it is. It takes my heart on a ride. The thought of seeing you. You teach me more every day. You've lived a life more than me. 
no bother to 